0: of backstabbing creep, the Marble Gang robbed us. We ain't got no guns anyhow. Not that you would ever use
1: one. How many times have I had to get us out of trouble? Out of a tight spot because
0: you won't even punch nobody. It's just not usually necessary to resort to violence. I mean, if we can talk ourselves out of a tight spot, is that better than shooting the place up? Dang! That's what we do! My god,
1: uh, if
0: you can't handle it, then maybe you should just go back to where you came from. You were just a lost little girl smelling like scissors and we found you. Enough, enough. We don't have time in this scene to go into everybody's backstory. If we did, I would tell you about how I was a young girl. I was the best news debutante. About how I was getting the finest education. And then due to a devastating betrayal by my friend, I ended up in this moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I could talk about how my family was just I grand. just said we don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm still the leader of this here gang, so hush up. Besides, trick old friend, I do recall that Gert's more peaceful ways did serve us in good stead during that standoff in Tater Camp, and it was your impetuous nature that almost got us all arrested in El Paso. Yeah, yeah, that was not my fault. We was double-crossed that day. All right, settle down, you two still have to hear what I have to say. You're going to believe this amazing planet does done cooked us up for us. That's so. Tell us already. All right, I'll tell you. We are going.
1: up there to look for it. A couple years ago, six guys got killed in a cave and looking
0: for that gold. But I tell you, there ain't no gold out there. It's nothing but a legend. Now, hang on just a minute, Trick. If Beck says she got some facts we ain't got, we just ought to listen to what she has to say. Go on, boss. Tell us what makes you so sure there's gold in that there town. Because I have a map. A map to the gold. (laughs) What? How in Tarnation did you get that? Well, I'll tell ya. (laughs) For years I had a feeling the gold could be found. It was sitting out there, down in the ground. I knew some must remember how to get it. What to do? I found an old traveler. His name was Lou. He says, Talk to the sun at a ranch with a view. So I talked to the sky. I went to a camp. I talked to a girl when we sat by. Talked to her brother, her cousin, her horse. The horse knew the way, of course, of course. Talked to more people, more than a lot, finally got this map and X likes the X, marks the spot, X marks the spot. He says go to Rambo and the goal's right there. On the main street and by the town square. The clues are right, the clues are hot. We're gonna get that money, believe it or not, we're gonna get the gold, cause X likes the X x marks the spot x marks the spot we go to this town we'll look all around we'll zero in and dig in the ground we'll get it all because here's what we got we got a map and x marks the x marks the spot
2: Of
3: Rat-Bone. Let it be noted that the monthly meeting of the Ratbone Town Council is now in session. The date, December 3rd, 1899. I am Purvis Cowell, owner of the Ratbone Saloon and also the Ratbone General Store and the newspaper, the Ratbone Gazette as well as being the richest person, and therefore the most
2: important person in town. Dylan, are you taking the minutes? I am the secretary for this meeting, but you know I'm not quoting that in the minutes. As you well know, I, Dylan Franklin, am the owner of the Ratbone Bank and (coughs) Loan, and obviously that makes me the most important man in town. Hold on there,
4: fellas. Why does every one of these dang means have to turn into an argument? Besides, I'm here, y'all. Gosh Don, Sheriff, in this dang glass of town. And this <coughs> this starts hurting in one of them dirty, dang spots again. Like what happened at the last meeting. I'm going to arrest you both. wasting my time. So I guess that makes me most important answer. How do you like
2: them apples? Sorry, Sheriff. I didn't mean to start nothing. Me neither. I'm Honestly, I just think that the official minutes should reflect the truth of what happened. The truth as you see you stuck up a little. You know it all, you lying. Backstabbing no good. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I swear
4: if we elect a new town council next month, I'm going to make sure that neither one of you me runs are on it. Can we have a nice
3: civil meeting for once? How can we even start the meeting when the mayor ain't even
2: here yet? That's right. The minutes shall reflect that it is five minutes past the scheduled start time, and Mayor Santiago is not here yet.
4: Guys, 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 guys. She's very busy. She's
3: probably held up a previous meeting or something. This is what happens when we go and elect a woman as mayor.
2: You know they can never show up by nothing on time. She is probably still at home washing the dishes and cleaning the floors,
3: which I must say
2: is what a good woman. Ought to be doing.
3: <laughs> Politics ain't no place for one of the
2: fairer sex. This is one thing I do agree with you on purpose. This great nation was founded by men, the uh. constitution was written by men, and it ought to be men who run the country and every dang state, county, and rural area in it. You that right.
3: I should be mayor, I tell you. I was robbed in the last election at the polling place I was given everybody who said they was going to vote for me a dollar.
2: Oh. <laughs> and still, somehow, she won. <laughs> you know, I think that you are a dishonest, greedy son of a rat, but I still voted for you over her. Come on, guys! I like Mayor Santiago.
4: I voted for her, and I think she's doing a good job. Didn't she manage to clean up the draining system? Why, just last year... The sewer's running right down the middle of the street. (coughs) And that's the way we liked it.
3: (laughs) All these newfangled modern ideas and indoor plumbing, they ain't got no place in a God-fearing town
1: like (laughs) Ratbone. Well, speaking of toilets, I just read your last article in the Ratbone Gazette. You called me a worthless, time-wasting politician, and the worst mayor we ever had. Do you really mean all that?
3: Oh, uh, hello, Miss Mayor. Well, you know in them news editorials, you've got to capture the people's imagination. You know, you have to write with a certain amount of
1: creativity. Make it interesting. Oh, shameless yellow journalism, you mean. I have yet to read one completely truthful, honest article in that rag of yours, purpose. And I'm still a little angry about those nasty names you called me during the last election.
3: Now now, that was hey. just politics. You have to expect someone to be slum. It's how the game is played.
1: Quote A lion. Ignorant foreigner who can't be trusted to run a beautiful town like Ratbone. End (laughs) quote. That was some dirty mud, I'd say.
2: Water under the bridge, Miss Mayor. Miss Varmin has called me a thing or two over the years as well. We still managed to work together, though. It doesn't matter, though, because I am still the most important man in town. (laughs) Not that again! I am the richest man in town,
3: and that makes me the most important. Oh, for
4: gosh sakes. I'm going to have to haul you both by my bullets down to the jail. Now simmer down.
3: You watch your step, sheriff Dog. You have to run for re-election in a few
4: months. You best remember who your friends are in this town. Don't you try to intimidate me, Purvis. I've been sheriff for 12 years. I ain't going. No I folks of Rat Bone trust me more than you two.
2: Put together.
4: Are we gonna have a council meeting or not?
2: I have been trying to get the meeting started all along. Some people prefer to argue. Some people argue because they ain't got no one else to do and
3: I want that reflected in a minute. I am not writing that.
4: Let's just get to the agenda. The main topic of this meeting is the county fair coming up next weekend. How are the plans coming along? I think this is
1: going to be a
4: wonderful fair.
1: The decorations, the the musicians, the carnival games are rat circus. (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna be in a bit to remember.
3: Oh yeah, we're already selling, we're already selling memorandums, buttons,
2: posters, and balloons like crazy down at the store. I am so looking forward to our big musical number.
4: Do we really still have to do that?
1: Well now, ain't that odd. The famous singing sheriff for Ratbone is afraid to perform in front of a crowd. Well, at least you got your
4: still carrying your guitar. <laughs> I, I prefer a singing more intimate situations. While there might even be 300 people up there.
1: Of course, this is gonna be the biggest fair ever. It's the turn of the century. The year of 1900 is going to be
2: very good for rap Up till now, we've only had a trickle of tourists in this town. We've gotten us an interesting history, and due to some mysterious mutation, the rats around these parts are as friendly
3: as puppy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are, ain't that right, puppy dog?
1: But we need more than that. We need to really be on the map. We need a, a train station here, and we need to make sure everyone in the state knows about our fair. And when they all get here, we gotta make sure they remember all of us.
4: You know, I can't believe it's almost 1900. Ain't that something? It's the turn of the century. It's like the future is right around the corner. Are we ready?
2: You may already
0: know this, but I'm the most important man. (laughs)
2: And when you're this important, it's important to have a plan. (laughs) Our funds are disappearing to assure this town is not a flop. (laughs) The celebration must be massive, it's the only (laughs) way we'll stay on top. (laughs) 1900, this party (laughs) must (laughs) must be sublime. So tonight we're on a party like it's 1899.
1: We've invited all our neighbors, but there's no need to keep it small. <laughs> all of you should join us down at Rathbone Dancing Hall.
2: <laughs> our gourmet chefs are cooking up some stunning beans from a can. <laughs> <laughs> and Burgess here won't spoil it, he's not the most important man <laughs> One, nine, zero, 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 zero. they
3: are important. one more time
2: mm. So tonight we're gonna party like it's 18 now! a party don't bother showing up this week <laughs> we've got a rat in our pocket and baby it's ready to squeeze. <laughs> and i will take a small cut or a big cut i deserve some pay <laughs> to
4: keep our town
2: a-moving we'll take and I'm sure that there won't be a crime. (laughs) So tonight we're gonna party like it's 1899. Play along with (laughs) me. One nine zero zero, and we're sure that there won't be a crime. So tonight we're gonna party like it's 1899.
0: You're
1: doing pretty dylan. But that don't make you more important than me. Let's No no, 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 let's not start that again. We have to finish our plans for this fair. We don't have much time.
2: You're right. Let's talk about the new What the holy heck is that?
4: I seen it! I seen it! I tell you, I seen it! Y'all gotta listen
3: to me! It's <laughs> crazy old Pete! The prospector and hermit who's lived out yonder in the hills for the past twenty years.
4: No time in this scene to tell my whole backstory. But I I had a dream. I seen something terrible. I gotta tell you that it's coming.
1: What What did you dream, Pete? Tell us about it.
4: What's the point? He's a crazy old loon. The things he say never make no sense. Well, you all better listen to me now, cause 'cause this is about the gold. The gold? What gold? You know what gold? That pile of gold I done dug up
2: up there in the hills all them years ago. That gold that you hid and then forgot where it was? (laughs) The gold that we've all been searching for for 15 years?
4: Yeah, that's probably the gold I'm talking about. Unless you know about some other pile of gold that nobody else knows about. Never mind him, Pete. Tell us, did you finally remember where you hid the gold? Well, now that you mention it,
1: that she dreamed.
2: Dream? Who had a dream? (laughs) You did? You just busted in here yelling about a dream?
4: Oh, well, just give me a minute. Just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me just a minute. See, I lost, now I just lost my train of thought. Oh, for God's sakes, this is a waste of time.
3: We have planning to do. (gasps) A map! (laughs) What?
4: A map! There's a map. There's a map to where the gold is. That's great. Where is this map? I have no idea. Pete, <laughs> okay, what's the point
3: of coming in here and yelling about a map if that, you don't even know where it is?
4: I'm sorry. Now you lost me. There's just too many questions. Okay, all right. Look,
1: let's just start over. You had a dream. Was that map part of this dream?
4: That's what I've been saying. There was a map, and they found it. Who, Who found, found it? it? Well, let me think now. It was the middle of the night, and my horse, Rusty Bucket, he done come up to me and whispered into my dream. He heard it from a horse in town. He heard it from another horse somewhere back east. I don't know. And, and they found about, about how they found the map. And then they about how they was coming here.
3: Your horse talked to you in your dream? Do you also talk to squirrels and goats? <laughs> Not usually.
4: You know, squirrels for one, they're very dangerous. And they're very hard to understand, you know, with all the nuts in their mouths and everything. Oh, and don't even get me started on goats. Never mind that. Who found the map?
2: know who they are or where they're going to be looking,
4: how do we prepare?
3: (laughs) And and why are we taking
2: this seriously? A
3: story from a loony old hermit that he heard from a
2: horse?
1: Hmm. No, if there's any chance that this could lead to that
2: long lost (laughs) goal. Yes, we have to be on the lookout. If a gang of strangers comes into town, and they seem to be looking for something. That's right, and I'll be sure to let you know if Rusty
4: Buckets tells me anything else. In the meantime, I'll be over
2: to the saloon. I got me a terrible thirst. Now, that's the first thing you said that makes any sense. I could use a whiskey myself about now. You no, know, we have a special going on. I could sell you
3: gents a bottle of old Rat Daddy Whiskey for two bits.
2: (laughs) You fellas don't get drunk and disorderly now! Relax, Sheriff! We are what you call pillars of this community! Yeah! Fine, upstanding citizens! Yeah, You don't have to worry about us! What—what—what—what—what he
4: said! Pillows of the community! Uh, Soft and fluffy!
3: uh, That's Pillars Pete! Oh, never mind. Let's
4: go. (laughs) Well, Miss Mayor, what do you make of this crazy story? I don't know,
1: Sheriff. But if that gold finally does turn up, we can't let no robber get their hands on it. (laughs) We can't even let people like
4: Purvis or Dylan have any of it.
1: It has to be us.
4: You got that right. We have a need for that kind of money. We surely do. And if it comes down to it, you have to be prepared to do
1: anything it takes for that gold to end up in our hands.
4: Oh, I'm prepared. I'm prepared, all right. I've been prepared my whole life. Well, come on then. We have
1: to see about setting up the pavilions over in the town square. This fair ain't gonna run itself.
2: Well well there ain't that something? How you folks enjoying the show so far? Keeping your eyes out, looking for clues?
1: Well, I'm sure you guys are all getting pretty hungry right now, so now's the time to serve up a
2: fine meal. Now don't y'all worry about leftovers because the rats will take care of that. <laughs>